uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. CPaaS is continuing to offer new innovations in the different worlds of customer service and customer engagement. Today I am joined by Telesign, who are one of the world's leading providers of global customer identity and engagement solutions. They offer their customers APIs that deliver a number of different use cases around data insights, user verification, and communications. Mobile identity within CPaaS is one area that Telesign specialise in, so I wanted to understand more about its scope across the industry. Vincent O is their Director of Product Management and was kind enough to join me in this episode to answer all of my questions. I started by asking Vincent about the huge growth that we're seeing in the CPaaS market. Have a listen. The CPaaS market has seen tremendous growth in recent years, and the growth is uh, you know, projected to continue to more than $8.2 billion in 2021. And really, uh, from our perspective, the emergence of these technologies you know, has enabled the ability for you know, communications to be used at a global scale in you know, a variety of different use cases being accessible to not only you know, large corporations, but to you know, small, small developers alike. And so, yeah, I'm very excited about continuing to work in this space. And, you know, our customers are looking for a variety of different ways to leverage traditional communication channels like voice and SMS, but, you know, also expanding um, into looking for more solution-oriented experiences, uh, combining more contextual communication, trying to provide a higher level of customer engagement by using channels that the end user prefers to use and, you know, improving the overall customer experience. Yeah, and I was I was going to ask you before you said then, why do you think that the market is growing so quickly? Is it that the potential for that customization and the the tailoring that you can do in terms of your own development in a CPaaS platform is that what really appeals to enterprise and businesses all around the world? Yeah, you know, I think it's definitely the customization, the flexibility, and I think the um, really the benefits that companies are starting to see as a result of implementing these solutions, right? So, you know, the proof is in the pudding, right? So, you know, if you utilize the solutions and you're seeing, you know, better conversion rates, uh, maybe a lower cost structure as a result of uh, utilizing cloud APIs, you know, you're going to use it more. And, you know, and that's kind of, you know, what we see is, you know, when we engage with a customer, we'll start with, you know, smaller use case, you know, something just to get them started. But, you know, they'll see a lot of benefit and they start to not only use more of those existing products, but also, you know, look to solve other solutions you know, that we can solve for them. Suppose in all business decisions, eventually it comes down to the bottom line. And the, the example that I always come back to, probably incorrectly, is businesses that have really disrupted an existing marketplace and and the the classic examples are something like uber or airbnb who've used a communication platform in a completely different way to change a market and i suppose that entices other businesses doesn't it to think oh if we can do something similar here we can potentially capture a market in in a different way yeah yeah no I, i think that um you know, there's some of the leaders in the industry definitely uh, kind of set the tone for leveraging, uh, you know, technologies in certain ways. So I think you referenced Uber. They're probably one of the first ones out there around enabling uh, anonymous communication, right, between the writer and the 
and the driver, so anonymous SMS and anonymous voice uh, capabilities. But that's, you know, we're seeing more and more, um, you know, similar types of companies, but also very different types of companies, you know, folks that are in a completely different space, for example, for example, recruiting or social networking, et cetera, using similar technologies to enable peer-to-peer communication in a secure manner. And you, you were saying before, t- traditionally, when, when I think of CPAS, I think it's either sort of SMS or voice enabled, but I suppose that that's changing now and as you said we're seeing more and more use of emerging or sort of bleeding edge communication methods what what do you think we're going to see going forward into into 2019 and beyond one of the trends i mean i can talk a little bit about you know what we saw in 2018 and then you know one of the biggest trends that we saw was the use of you know additional intelligence like so phone data you know because this is an area that you know telesign focuses in to enhance cpas solutions so we're really expecting that to continue into 2009 and beyond as more businesses understand the value of kind of layering data on top of the communications to both assess risk and uh, enhance the communications experience with their customers. And on a related note, we're seeing uh, mobile operators kind of change their attitude towards kind of opening up their data assets to help play a bigger and bigger role in helping these digital businesses kind of understand and trust their users. And this is definitely an area that, you know, our company, Telesign, is pioneering the development of this market and really building out the global coverage of carrier data. Another area, tremendous growth and investment that we've seen in the CPaaS space is around voice. You know, as a matter of fact, you know, I mentioned earlier that the, uh, you know, $8.2 billion CPaaS market forecast, you know, the majority of that can actually be attributed to voice solutions. And I think in, in the market, we saw a lot of investments in 2018, you know, for CPaaS players to invest in platform capabilities uh, such as WebRTC. And then, you know, we're seeing some of our competitors or other players making attempts to really move up the stack and providing vertical solution offerings, you know, especially in the contact center space. And and then on the messaging side, you know, as I mentioned around using um, different channels of communication, you know, we saw in 2018 uh, investments in CPaaS to enable and utilize over-the-top messaging applications, not only using SMS, but as uh, more end users uh, start to adopt, you know, services like, you know, like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, et cetera, that has started to become a viable communication channel for business messages. They're starting to see customer demand, you know, on the enterprise side due to the cost considerations versus SMS in a number of countries and also the ability to reach an end user via preferred communication channel. And finally, you know, we're starting to actually see the myth of RCS or rich communication services get some traction within the telecom industry. Carriers are starting with more of a peer-to-peer communication, but uh, quickly moving and you know, almost working in parallel to enable business messaging where, you know, obviously CPaaS like, you know, ourselves and others can play in. And we're really starting to see RCS starting to hit the market and I expect RCS to become a more viable communication channel for our customers in the years to come. It's really interesting. There's a couple of, couple of things I wanted to come back to there. Firstly, I wanted to understand more about, about something you and I were talking about before we started recording the podcast, and that, and that's I know something that Telesign specialises in, which which is the the mobile identity piece and, and an area you're working a lot in. And that's that's really interesting, isn't it? The, the capabilities there. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that, you know from the perspective of you know, as I mentioned before around CPaaS, one of the the biggest areas of opportunity is combining that, you know, we call mobile identity or phone number intelligence along with the core communication assets to provide these more intelligent and secure communications. So, Vincent, just from from a basic level, what, what is that? Is that, so for example, I'm a consumer, so I'm identified from my, from my mobile number. Sure. So, 
the the idea is that we all have you know we all have phone numbers right and those phone numbers have attributes around them and and again this is an area where uh, telescience is investing heavily in it but you know not only you know when you see a phone number as a as a telesign customer or, you know web property mobile application etc there's not a lot you can glean off of that phone number about that user aside from the fact that that no, that customers verified that phone number and so they've verified that they have ownership over that phone number but what we want to do is go beyond that and start to provide more insights that again help with more contextual communication and some uh, also more from an authentication and security standpoint. So, for example, one of the examples that I talked about is a, is a company that could recognize when a phone number on a customer's account has been deactivated, right? So I have a, I have a user account. There's a phone number associated with it. I use that number to communicate with that uh, end user for shipping notifications or, you know, customer engagement, marketing messages, et cetera. And so when that number has been deactivated, that information is very helpful because they can now utilize a different communication channel to reach out to that user and also encourage the user to update their contact information so that I'm not making communications out to a a customer that's just going to go to the wrong person. Another piece uh, or another example is around strengthening this idea of mobile identity to provide better insights into situations where a phone number could have changed hands or possibly even been compromised, right? So, you know, by using signals like SIM swap events, number porting event, call forwarding detection, and number deactivation, a company could detect the possibility that the user's account may no longer be secure and take appropriate action to protect it further. All of these insights, you know, combined with the, you know, kind of the core authentication uh, method, we believe creates kind of this, again, this stronger definition of mobile identity. Really interesting how... That that development will will continue moving forward, and and that's a, it's an interesting angle to look at in t- in terms of development of the platforms. This is a place that you know, or a space that we've been living in for a long time. But you know, we're really starting to see those those benefits as more as really the phone number starts being utilized more prevalently across you know many or most of you know a customers' engagement on the, on the web today right so you know there are many properties that you know you don't you no longer have a username right and so you just have a phone number and you authenticate the phone number and that's your identity the more insight that you have around that uh, that phone number to better map to who you are uh, also providing insight and a little bit more insight into you know what's your likelihood of performing particular behaviors i feel like there's a lot of value in that and you know, one interesting scenario that is applicable for mobile identity and phone data is, you know, the data actually could be used to help businesses break into emerging markets and provide solutions that benefit customers, such as, you know, the phone data being used to verify the credit and trust of a customer in markets that don't have access to traditional credit bureaus. So there are there are many, many countries out there in develop, the developing world that credit basically doesn't exist. You know, the majority of the population you know, does not even have a bank account. Right. And so providing insights, you know, into, you know, the, the maybe the status of the customer's account. Right. So how, uh, the tenure. So everybody has a phone number. OK, how long have you owned that phone number? Is it a postpaid number? Are your payments up to date? You know, things like that can really help determine at least, have, at least give some indication of credit worthiness. And it's actually not limited to emerging markets, but also for potentially small businesses in developed market like the United States. I actually had a discussion recently with, a, with one of our largest customers about them wanting to leverage the phone number data to really allow small businesses to establish lines of credit to purchase their products because they're kind of having the same problem where 
small businesses often have no credit on record. So using the phone data, you know, matching potentially things like name and address associated with the account and things I mentioned before around the account tenure, account type, these could all be indicators of uh, trustworthiness. And so I think our customers out there are very hungry to get additional data points uh, to help them make decisions like this. That's a really interesting potential application. Well, not just potential application, something, something you're already doing, but but as you say, I just remember from, from my history in business that any credit application, there, there was a time delay. And there was, whereas potentially, if you can leverage mobile data and, and you already have the information, as you said, it's all about providing that context and, and the information on the back end of the customer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this information, it's uh, carrier data, in our opinion, it, there, there's a goldmine there. But and, and it's uh, it's information that's readily available from the perspective of, you know, it being real time. However, obviously, there's a challenge in establishing this as a viable business in front of a mobile operator. And that's something that Telesign is really helping enable from a market perspective with you know our relationship with our parent company, Bix, who has who's one of the largest providers in the world of data roaming services on behalf of mobile operators. They have over 700 direct connections to operators worldwide. And so because of their presence and their ability to have direct business development conversations with these carriers, uh, we're starting to open doors and, again, create this market, being able to serve this demand that's already out there for this data. It's, it's really fascinating to hear some, some of the potential applications. And as you said, it sounds like a, a, an untapped market from, from my perspective. So it's really interesting to see how Telesign continue to develop there. But Vincent, for the meantime, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and explaining a bit more to me. Oh, yeah, uh, no problem, Patrick. Thanks for having me. That was really interesting talking to Vince as number or mobile identity within CPASS is not an area I had heard much about before. So a big thanks to him and to Telesign for sparing the time to come onto the podcast today. We are moving on from our focus on CPASS to focus on UCAS during February. So if you have any requests about areas of UCAS that you want to know more about or particular companies you'd like to focus on, please do get in touch on social media. You can find us on LinkedIn or Twitter at UC Today News. And if you do, we'll try our best to bring you more on that particular topic. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, do subscribe to the Outlab podcast, tell your friends and leave a nice review if you can. That's all for now, though. Thanks for listening.